One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There are loads of wrestling moments everybody wanted at first, got then regretted calling for. But how about the moments nobody clamored for but everyone ended up liking? Because there are so many examples to pour over. So I am Gareth, this is What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestling moments nobody wanted but everyone liked. Number 10, Bob Barker as Raw guest host. WWE's guest host idea on Raw was logical from a PR standpoint, but sucked in execution. Too many of the celebrity guests clearly knew nothing about the product, so the running bits became a negative for the flagship more than a positive. Some hosts saw though, and old Bob was the best of the damn bunch. His chemistry with Chris Jericho was immediate. Everyone got a kick out of seeing Barker embrace the role rather than act like some incoming fish out of water. His performance on the 7th of September 2009 edition is treasured for a reason. Bob channeled the same spirit he'd shown opposite Adam Sandler in Happy Gilmore here, and people loved it. Jericho was having a merry time too. His stoic heel character was ideal foil for Barker's well-meaning but grumpy old man routine, and the pair lit up the episode as a double act. This was something no wrestling fan knew they wanted going in, but my oh my did they love it. Number 9, Mark Henry's Retirement Many fans had grown passive towards Mark Henry by 2013. He'd become part of the WWE furniture, and his Hall of Pain run was a hoot, but most reasoned he'd slip into a background role once more before fizzling out. Literally nobody saw the 17th of June episode of Raw coming. Henry teased retirement, apologized to John Cena for interrupting his promo, and then cut an impassioned speech of his own about finally going home to take care of his babies. You'd be hard-pressed to find someone who didn't think Big Mark was hanging it up for real. The way he flipped the switch from tearful veteran to dominant heel was incredible, though. Henry's moment remains one of the best retirement fakeouts in pro wrestling history. I might never be topped in terms of setup and delivery, but was this the greatest wrestling swerve of all time? Well, if it wasn't, I want to know what is in the comments section down below. Number 8, Unmasked Kane Admittedly, this is a bit of a controversial pick. Glenn Jacobs found his place as foil for The Undertaker. Kane became a household name and one of WWE's top stars following that memorable 1997 debut, but creative fancied shaking things up a bit by 2003, so the mask came off, and WWE tried on something different. They tried to remarket Kane as a brand new kind of psychopath. Most would be forgiven for thinking losing the mask might be the death of a much-loved character. Also, being honest, the angle opposite Triple H was a tad crummy. Kane looked like he hadn't washed his face in a while more than being burned and permanently disfigured. But Jacobs embraced the change big time. He had a newfound viciousness and was reborn as a horror movie psycho more than an emotionless drone. That 03 risk was one very much worth a taken. Number 7, Sting in AEW. It's easy to forget now, but there was a little backlash from some online when Tony Khan announced the signing of Sting 
Sting in 2020. Fans didn't have anything against the Stinger, of course. In fact, most adored him. But nobody was quite sure if a progressive, forward-thinking young company like AEW, handing out a multi-year deal to a guy in his 60s was a good idea. In short, it was. It was a real good idea, actually. Sting has been a real credit to the promotion ever since landing back on TNT. Crucially, he's picked his spot more than being booked as a top guy. The ex-WCW icon hasn't dominated the product, and has even elevated a fresh young star like Darby Allen by association. Remarkably, Sting has even been involved in some of AEW's best brawls on TV and pay-per-view. His signing turned out to be completely different to the recent Ric Flair announcement, because there's no burning desire from fans to see Flair work matches. Number 6, another John Cena babyface run. There's next to no chance WWE fans would have fawned over John Cena being called the greatest of all time and being booked as a sympathetic babyface five years ago. That would have been booed out of buildings. But 2023 saw JC return as a bona fide hero who doesn't even get booed. Those pesky John Cena sucks chants during his entrance music have disappeared as well. Here's the beauty of his current face run though. Cena hasn't been superhuman and that twist has married with his iconic status to create one of the most wholesome periods of his entire career. People don't want to boo Cena these days because they're genuinely pleased to see him, which is all just a bit lovely, isn't it? Number 5, Sami Zayn in the Bloodline. Hindsight is 2020. Now the majesty of a slick talker like Sami Zayn working in tandem with Roman Reigns makes sense. Back in early 2022 though, that certainly wasn't the case. Then something magical happened. WWE enjoyed the first seemingly one-off segment so much that they kept booking Zayn in promos with the Bloodline. The idea went from strength to strength and accidentally led to the greatest run of Sami's entire company career. Creative kept prodding until Sami as an honorary ooze became one of the most must-see stories in all of wrestling. To his credit, Zayn was able to ride that roller coaster all the way to a main event spot versus Reigns in Canada. Christ, people were even talking about Sami as a potential WrestleMania opponent instead of Cody Rhodes. What an unlikely success story. Number 4, Johnny Knoxville's WrestleMania moment. Ready for another bit of Sami Zayn genius? Well, you got it. The thought of seeing Jackass star Johnny Knoxville work a match at WrestleMania 38 sounded a bit weak. Why would anyone want to see a full-timer miss out on their Mania payday so Knoxville could just suck in the ring? Remarkably, JK's match with Sami turned out to be one of the best surprise packages in WrestleMania's rich history. Zayn and Knoxville put more effort into the build towards their clash than most others on the roster. Johnny F in Knoxville hoovering up Mania ring time sounded like the next Michael Cole-S disaster. But the end result was far from that rotten battle of the announcers stinker from 2011. The match was so good that some have even wondered if a sequel might fly. Number 3, This Roman Reigns Title Run Back in 2020, hardly anybody would have put three-year Roman world title run atop wish lists. Cash your minds back to the build towards a cancelled Reigns versus Goldberg clash at Mania 36. Few licked their lips at the prospect of that, partly because Billy Boy was involved, and partly because Roman was sinking as top babyface. The mere thought of another Reigns title run after that sounded horrible, but his peerless tenure as the tribal chief has been year after year of greatness. Roman has shone as a despotic heel who believes his own bluster and knows when to act cowardly. Some may tut-tut that Cody Rhodes didn't finish his story at Mania 39, myself included, but their patience may still be rewarded in the end. It bloody better. Reign's latest chapter has been an astonishing rebirth though, and one nobody else could have pulled off with such gusto. Number 2, Kevin Owens as Steve Austin's comeback foe. Eyebrows were raised when WWE announced that Steve Austin would be pulling on the boots for another world at WrestleMania 38. He hadn't worked a match since 2003 for crying out loud. Now in 2022, Stone Cold was back. Fans went wild with fantasy matches 
for the icon, of course. Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Roman Reigns. Instead, the spot went to Kevin Owens. Those raised eyebrows nearly shot clean off foreheads when KO was announced as Austin's rival. But come crunch time, it worked a damn charm. The leading KO show segment had everyone sitting on the edge of their seats waiting for a stunner or six. Then the resultant brawl turned out to be a total riot. Looking back, Kevin Owens was the perfect foil for Steve's first showing in 19 long years. But you definitely couldn't convince some peeps of that pre-show. Number one, a cinematic WrestleMania headliner. WWE were forced to switch things up heading into WrestleMania 36. The world shut down due to a global pandemic, and that sent the biggest shows of the year tumbling into the quaint confines of the performance center. That unforeseen outcome allowed for experimentation. People might have gagged had a cinematic Mania main event been discussed before everything shut down, and WWE were praised for even entertaining folks at all. There's just no way that boneyard match between AJ Styles and The Undertaker could have gone on last had the PLE played out in front of a live crowd. In the end, though, Taker and AJ filmed quite the stunt show. Would fans have accepted it as a show closer at the original venue in Tampa? Not a chance. But it's funny how things work out sometimes. And that's our list of any other wrestling moments that nobody wanted but everybody liked. Well, let us know all about them in the comments section right down below. Thank you very much for watching this today, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Bye-bye! Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.